welcome to Tiny Voice Talks with me, Toria Bono. And today, Tiny Voice is talking about STEM. And I am joined by Ali Khan. So welcome, Ali. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited you're here. Now, most people will not know Ali, but you have actually been into my school. You have you have met my class yes. and you have delivered the most phenomenal science workshop. And oh, that's how I you. got, oh, it was amazing. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, I went, I went back to the classroom, absolutely buzzing. And so did the children, but I wanted you to come on the podcast because I love what you are doing. So oh, for really. anyone that hasn't come across you, who is Ali Khan? Right. So, yeah. Hello. So um, thank you so much for having me on this, by the way. And it makes going to schools and getting feedback like that is the best. OK, so so my name's Ali Khan and I um, so my background is I was a scientist um, and I worked for a big company called GSK. And, you know, I did a sort of a lab sort of job and I moved around. But STEM was always something that I really liked. Um, so. Um, I sort of said to myself, maybe a couple of six years ago, I wouldn't it be cool to work with schools full time doing STEM workshops? So science, technology, engineering, maths. And suddenly, magically, uh, last year, I was able to set up a company and do this full time. Um, And okay, COVID came and sort of ruined my plan. But um, it's all up and running now. And yeah, so I've been basically going around schools doing workshops, something that I really feel schools could really benefit with. And I, when I was a student, I learned best by visually, by getting my hands on stuff and doing things. Um, And that's what I'm about. I run workshops where students get to play and learn at the same time. So, yeah, that's what I do. Um, I should say, so I'm trying to see my my background. um, I sort of picked up things over the years and mm-hmm. it's come to a point where this this timing of it was sort of perfect because I worked at a uni I learned bits and bobs how the education system works and over the sort of 15 years of experience of doing stuff I've come to a point in my life where I'm like hey I can I can do this um and feedback's been amazing so um which is what's really pushed me to go actually I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to do this full time. And it's been really good. Um, so this year, I'm actually packed out till like July, which is I have odd days free to do STEM days and stuff. But yeah, bookings are coming in, which is amazing. And like like you, when like literally you gave me the best feedback ever. And I use that. I have it printed actually in a frame. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really. But I, I do send it to people. <laughs> and it really helps because um, schools... I think have a really difficult time because they have hundreds of people sending them stuff and mm. it's not, you know, it is hard to explain what I do. Um, and it's sometimes not, you know, teachers and stuff just don't have the time. And also it's one of those things where people, if they, if they, if you don't know me, you're thinking, well, why should I get Ali in? You know, mm. what's so special? Um, and with me, cause I've been in the industry and I sort of know there's a massive shortage of STEM workers. Yeah. And going forward in the future, it's just going to be even less. So it's really important to get the young minds into STEM, um, understanding that actually I'm going to be needed. And um, it's also a big push to get girls into engineering. So I, that's what I touch on, like getting more students in and getting more girls into engineering is a big push. 
Yeah, and you really did do that with with my children, and that was lovely. Oh. The fact that actually you it was the you had I think it was four groups, and it was yeah. uh, you chose four girls to be the leaders of the four groups, yeah. and you talked very much to them about the importance of females in engineering, and that I could I could see with some of them they were like, oh, what me an engineer? Yeah. And it yeah. was really nice and refreshing to see that. Because I think a lot, because if you look at um, students, the the way they they set themselves up is that they do think, like, if you say engineer, they think man. If you say mechanic, it's just, I don't know why that is, but it's just, it was always a man. And if, even if you go, if you go even the other spectrum, when you say, like, doctor, you say surgeon or um, policeman or fireman it's always a man because it's yeah. just always been that so breaking away from this is it has been difficult um and it's shocking when I say to the group of students you know can I have a team leader it's always the boys hands up yeah and you know you get the odd girl who puts her hand up which is amazing but really for me it's all the girls need to put, put, be putting their hands up and getting involved and I think that's um I mean the workshops were designed by teachers so we spent um, so when I worked at the uni, we spent, you know, hours and we had professional teachers come in and write these setups that we've got. Um, and I've basically been able to put my experience and take what they've got and put it all into one. So it's been, yeah, it's been, it, I mean, the workshops have been really good. Um, the feedback's been amazing. So this is what I want. And even the other day, I run some after school clubs and I had, um, and this is so nice. I had a parent text, like message me. And she said, well, my son, he was doing quite bad at school and he started this STEM club. And honestly, he's improved in every aspect, his behavior, his learning, his need. Now he wants to be a scientist. So sometimes when that happens, it's the best feeling. And you say, oh, my God, I was able to do that. Um, and this, I mean, like you saw, it wasn't like I had amazing stuff. It was just, um, I think, the approach... You knew what to do with it. That's what impressed me. That sounds really right. basic. But it yeah. was, you you knew what to do with it to inspire the children. And your knowledge was such that you weren't sort of, because I find with me that, yeah. you know, science isn't something that comes naturally to me. It just mm-hmm. doesn't. You know, I, I yeah, find it. I find it tricky. So when I'm trying to explain it, you came in and you did something on electricity. Yeah. And I find that when I am teaching electricity to the children, I'm ha- I'm continually questioning in my mind, am I teaching the right thing? Is this the right thing? And I'm trying yeah. to get it in my head. What What was so lovely with you is you've just got that knowledge. You've just got that complete understanding. So when you are delivering it, you're not questioning yourself. You're just living in that very moment. And you're so enthusiastic. And anyone that has Ali in will realize how enthusiastic he is. You are so enthusiastic that it allows all the children to be utterly enthusiastic, which is wonderful, you know. And Mm -hmm. it's like the thing with the balloons and the cans. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand at all why they moved. I have no right. clue that you got you got a balloon and they rubbed it on their hair and then yeah. then it moved and it was something to do with static electricity. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. You see, I I would have been really fearful of doing that in my classroom because I wouldn't have understood the sta- the science behind it. Because yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's it's one of them things, right? When um, so I did so I got a, a biomedical degree background, so mm-hmm. I did a degree in it, and then I went to GSK, which is a big pharma company, and the training that they put you through is intense. It's like another yeah. degree. 
So my confidence has gone up because I sort of learned about it and then I sort of practiced it, at, yeah. in, you know, in hands-on learning. But I'm not an electrical engineer. I'm not a mechanic. I have no um, engineering experience or anything like that. But over the years, you sort of pick it up. And when I notice students, um, you've got to get them, like, you've got to run a really confident, powerful session because you mm-hmm. lose them over the first 20 minutes. They're gone if they're not engaged. Um, so when we run, we, and I tested these, these sessions have been tested and tested, um, with partner schools that I work with and it has, you know, you, you, some sessions run really well, some don't. Um, but we got it to a point where we know it's leveled. Um, if you go too, too technical, if, that, if, that, if you go too technical, yeah. it puts people off. It, it just, students would just be like, that's way over my head and I don't get it. Yeah. Um, and if you do it too simple, um, it's like, well, I knew that. What's the point of this? I know. So it's like that balance. And that is hard. Um, and I always try to read the room before. Um, and I get a lot of, I do a lot of year nine, year 10, mm-hmm. which for me is the hardest year because they're so like, I don't like you. I really don't. And it's like, I've got to impress the year nines and year tens the most. Um, because, you know, like the younger students, they're automatically like, oh, balloons, you know. I like this already and we I play music and I try to make them feel comfortable so yeah. it's, it's a nice environment whereas um the older the students they seem to be a bit, a bit more like well you need to entertain us a little bit more um so I do juggle I do try to fix it to like the, the need of the crowd and um I also do like revision sessions and stuff so I'm always learning um and some of the stuff that I always run it by teachers as well. So I, mm. it's one of those things where I've, I sort of, you know, you, it's, it's a difficult, teaching is so hard. Like all the teachers out there, it's so hard. And I don't know how teachers do it. It's amazing stuff they do. And they do it day in, day out. Whereas I do it like a workshop. You know, I, I, I do things that I like, you know, blowing rockets up and doing tech stuff. You know, I like that. So it's quite yeah. fun for me. But in, um when I was a student, I always loved teachers that were pumped with energy, yeah. engaging, you know. And it got me, it honestly, it got me to like science because my science teachers were, you know, really excited and, you know, buns and burners and things like that. And that's what I want to do, if that makes sense, for, the, yeah. you know, the generation to come. And I think you do. I absolutely do think that. And I think what you're saying about teachers is an interesting one, because I think in primary especially, we have to teach all subjects. Mm. Now, we cannot be masters in all subjects. We just can't. You know, my my stronger subjects would absolutely be English and maths. Yeah. One of my weaker subjects, due due to my subject knowledge and my just inability to understand it, is science. Because, you know, I sometimes I just don't get it. But and then I become fearful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, fearful about teaching it. And what I loved was after your session, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And the amazing thing is, Ali, and I'll be honest with you here. We made Christmas cards that lit up. Amazing. Everyone in the year group, and as um, Ali will tell you, I work in an incredibly big school of six class, massive school. Every single child in the school uh, in that year group made Christmas cards that lit up, and they were so they were so proud of their circuits. They really were, you know. And I was so proud of the fact that I managed to, you know, get them to create Christmas cards that lit up, based 
so I think what you did was you your enthusiasm absolutely rubbed off on the children, but it also I rubbed think. off on the teachers. And then so. we went off into our classrooms with all sorts of weird and wonderful ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, and this is what it is. It's not. It's 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 quite. It was quite a simple concept, but we did what I did. It was quite a simple thing, mm. but the effect was massive because not only did you guys go and do the Christmas card, but the students felt like they did something. They saw something. They did it, and it's something they can go home with. I'm really strong believer of students should take things home, talk to their parents, and you know this parent student learning is so important because I think yeah. you know if you see students who have that engagement engagement with their parents, they do really well, and it's the ones that don't engage that much don't tend to do that well because they're not they haven't got that support network. Um, mm. And a lot of a lot of students I get like it's hard if you're you know if your parents working all the time. And you don't get to see them and stuff. It's really hard. So I'm trying um, recently. I'm working with the council actually at High Down, and we're doing a parents like we invite parents and students to come on a weekend. Um, Amazing. Yeah, and it's, we're trying it out on in half term on the Wednesday. Actually, we're trying this out. And if it works, it'll be amazing because it's that again parent student learning. It's not just mm. students, you know. Um, and it's great because sometimes parents come in and go, "Whoa, I didn't." I didn't know you were so good at engineering or really had a passion for science. Oh, amazing. Um, and that's what we want. That's what I want to build with STEM innovation is that we, I really want to go out there and do more. Um, but it's, it is hard, you know, it's difficult, but it's a year on and yeah, every year, hopefully I can go up a little bit more and more and do more. So I want to talk about the word STEM because yeah. when I was at school, it was science. I don't think we did technology back then. No, I, really no. um, I mean, I am quite old, so I'm, I'm not sure. But I, no. don't, I don't know when the word suddenly, it suddenly changed to being known as STEM. STEM, yeah. But I do know that when it did, it took me a good six months to figure out. Everyone's all about STEM. Yeah, yeah. STEM this yeah. and STEM that and STEM everything else. And I was like, what what is STEM? Is it like an you know, are we discovering plant life? I yeah, really yeah, genuinely yeah. didn't know what STEM was. So talk to me about STEM as opposed okay. to just science. Yeah, so so a lot of people would know STEM and they might know it as STEAM, which the A is for arts. So I ran with STEAM the whole time I was at uni because arts is so important. If you're good at art, mm anything art related you need to use stem so like we run music sessions and they're like well music well how is that science and there's so much physics behind music you know studios are soundproofed and the tech they use nowadays is unbelievable yeah. so so anywhere you look there's always going to be an element of steam but everyone sort of then sort of dropped the a and then sort of started calling it stem again and it was a bit like oh okay so so it's steam or stem to me it's a you know it's a STEM is basically anything to do with learning that has science, technology, engineering, maths, it's STEM. And to be fair, most things do. Um, the food we eat, the air we breathe, the car we drive, the house, we, everything's got STEM around you. Um, and it's the concept is basically learning from a hands-on approach. So um, instead of going to students like, um, you know, this is biology we're going to talk about biology it's showing them letting them look at something through a microscope um and explaining the industry standard that way where it would be used um, and that putting all that together that's where stem comes in so my job isn't just like you know i come in but i 
I also try to bring industry experts like mechanical engineers, electrical engineers, um, just professionals to help boost the learning. Um, and for me, honestly, for me, that's how I pick up things when I have a passion for it. And I go, oh, that looks cool. And then you can see it at the end. Like, if I do this, that's what I can become, you know. And it's quite nice for students to have visitors and guests come in. Um, so it, the STEM concept is basically learning from a hands-on hands -on approach, is what I would say. Um, and some schools do, I know a few schools actually, every Friday they run a STEM afternoon. Mm. So it's literally the whole day. And you, you, what you will notice is when I go to schools, I notice that some schools do the same thing, like the egg drop, for example, uh, where they drop an egg and they package the egg. And students, I think nowadays have become, and this is the issue, have become so tech savvy, like they've got phones, they've got iPads, they've got internet, like in their pocket, basically. And they've seen most of the stuff on YouTube. Yes. Um, so it's really, honestly, it's so difficult to go to students and be like, wow, look at this. It's really cool. They're like, well, we've seen it. You know, we know about that. And it's like, oh, okay. So for me, it's always having to think outside the box and basically show them something that it's, you know, something similar that they can do at home, but something that they haven't thought of. So that's what I'm always struggling with is coming up with new ideas. Um, and, you know, I've got a really nice team of people that I work with that, you know, we sit around and we, we think of what's going to be cool, what's going to be fun and what's going to be a good learning. Because we want to hit the curriculum activities as well. Um, but the, the thing for me, it's more inspiring them, getting the students to go, wow, I want to learn more. And then that pushes that drive to do more. Yes, absolutely. Mm. It's really mm -hmm. interesting what you said about the fact that you know so many of our young people have seen things on youtube so yeah. they've lost the wow factor because we were actually doing we've been doing um solid liquid gases yeah and yeah. So we were creating that you know the goo the non-newtonian fluid yeah i was so i was really proud of myself i actually effectively made it and it worked oh, i just say i know i was quite proud but oh, um <laughs> What was really funny was the children were like, yeah, there are videos about that. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, there was that me was thinking, that. wow, go me. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, and actually I was talking to my husband. It was like, yeah, you know, people run across swimming pools. Um, yeah. But yeah. actually, we, thankfully, we, we found the videos and we were able to show the children, you know, that what children, yeah. you know, people running across these non-Newtonian fluid um, swimming pools. Yeah. But I think, what I've had to do is when I've lost the wow factor as such because they've seen it, yeah, um, yeah. is actually, in a sense, embrace what they have seen. Yeah, which is a sense. smart move, which is really, yeah. that's Because I think like when I was growing up, there was no internet. Like, no. Um, yeah, there was no internet. There was internet, but there wasn't, basically. It was a dial-up, and it never worked. Um, nobody had phones. Like, so... It was it was a different sort of yeah. like era sort of thing. Now these, you talk to really young students and they're like, "I've got a phone," and you're like, "What?" And it's, it's just crazy. And so the the whole YouTube thing has changed a lot of the wow factor. But there is this element of hands on, like actually touching that Newtonian fluid. Yes. And then it, 
you know. Oh, they, they loved that. that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They loved that. They loved hitting it really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. of them were absolutely convinced that they they were the ones that would change the world by making it <laughs> soft. But yeah. you're right. There is something really special, and that's what your workshops workshops mm-hmm. bring. You know that that yeah. really hands on learning. Yeah. So that they're I, able to actually experience something in yeah. the moment. Yeah. I mean, because I think a lot of when I, so when I pitched this idea um, of running STEM innovation, it wasn't, I think a lot of science teachers were like, well, we can do that. Why would, why would we get you in to do that? We can run that session. But it's the, it's the concept of like, I run a magnet session and these magnets are quite expensive to be fair. And most schools don't have, a lot of money. Like, I don't know any school that actually puts their hand up and goes, we've got loads of money. Do you know what I mean? Like, nobody, no one has money. So for a teacher to go, actually, do you know what? I'm going to buy a £50 magnet, so I need to buy, what, 20 of them, cool. And then I need to buy all this equipment. It's just not feasible for them to do. And so, but for me, it is, because I'm running this workshop for, you know, 20 times a year, say, um, and I've been really lucky that the schools I'm working with have been really kind and been really like um, supportive of me. Um, so I've been sort of building my network up and every year I'm trying to go bigger. I'm trying to make it more exciting. Um, but I've got the time and resources to do these things. So when I turn up, it's not just like, you know, a basic magnet. It's a, you know, it's a really powerful rare earth magnet. They get to race this car they make. So these things they've never seen before. Um, and it's done and it's all assessed and, you know, the learning objective is already there. So for a teacher, it's meant to be, I'm meant to make it easier. Um, that's what my aim is, to make it easier for teachers to be like, oh, right, yeah, cool, go for it. Um, but I think sometimes I do get the, like some schools, the science teachers always be like, well, I could do that. And, it, you know, it's the delivery as well. I always put like so much energy, maybe too much energy, actually. But that's part of it, I think. I think that. I would learn more if my teacher was engaged, infused and ready to, you know, do something like, wow, that's quite cool. Um, So that's how I deliver all my sessions, like Mm. at high level. And I think it works. You know, the last um, few times I've had such good feedback and students are slowly changing. You know, they are coming to that. Oh, yeah, maybe I could. Maybe I could be an engineer, you know, Um, and it's a confidence as well. They don't students you know they're quite shy naturally especially the younger students you know they 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 don't like coming out of their box you know and it's hard so going in showing them something that's quite simple but enough to get them excited helps I think it helps them um at school that's me personally oh I I couldn't agree more I really do and I think um that link you keep making with the fact that actually it doesn't just stop at the science or whatever you know actually it's about them understanding that this this can take them into engineering and that there are careers doing this sort of thing and that's really quite exciting because I remember when I was at school Mm. where you know we'd be doing science but never ever did anyone tell me why I was doing it yeah oh my god like yes. I have no clue why yeah. I learned about the periodic table, water <laughs> yeah. crystallization. I have yeah. no clue why I was learning about or, or di- dissecting animals. No clue. No I had clue, no. Yeah. I had no clue why I was doing a lot of what I was doing in science because no one ever said, 
you're doing this because of this, or actually this could take you into this career, or this could take you. I didn't know. Yeah. And yeah, I think making that link very explicit really mm. supports children and their futures. Yeah, because I think that's where I notice a gap where working in industry. So I I was in industry. I was in a big company. I thought, okay, look, this is where my science took me. Okay, how? What about engineering? So I met engineers and they told me their story. And you're like, okay, wow. So how cool would it be for someone to learn about, say, for example, period table, and they learn about gallium. And one of the sessions I run is we literally do this and I give them a key and I say they have to make a carbon copy of this key to open this lock. And they use gallium, which is this sort of liquidy, you can heat it up really minimal temperature and it'll melt and then it becomes a solid. Um, And it looks like it looks really cool anyway. So they get to touch this, they get to see it. And that sort of periodic table learning to actual practical for actually to make a key to open a lock is like you know, it's, that's what it's all about, to do something, to get something out of it. Um, teaches, I, and I felt like um, students, I learn better like that. And I think when students see that, they're like, oh, yeah. And then we talk about, well, gallium's in computers. It's in, like, chips and everywhere. And you you then sort of dive into this another world of, like, oh, where can I take this? And what else can I make with gallium? And they make, like, Lego men from the moles. But it's just from one concept to taking it all the way. Um, and I think that's where I think the industry, because teachers tend to do, a, you know, a teaching qualification. They then get a job as a teacher and or, or some teachers are, you know, in the industry and they know it. Um, but most of the teachers that I met, you know, tend to be like, I've, you know, I, I've, you know, I've never been to an industry. I've never been into a factory or I don't know how that's made. So bringing that into school would be amazing and so many companies like Rolls Royce even GSK all the big companies they love to do these things but it's just knowing who to approach knowing how to get them um and and that's where I've been really lucky because I've been working with industry for such a long time that I've sort of picked up on a few bits here and there um and uh, there's a company called Talus um talus i think that's what you can pronounce it talus it's a massive company and they do so much um outreach for stem um and gatwick airport you've never seen gatwick airport but they have a they have an outreach officer and it's all free so right now yeah it's all free i will it's crazy because they do so much but their stuff is quite high level so it's Mm. more like year nine year ten students but there's a lot of free stuff out there um it's just sort of knowing, and I think I think we I think things like this really helps because teachers are so busy anyway; they don't have time to like what's free, where can I get this, who's yeah. who's supposed to talk to. So it's just nice to have more and more um, of these. I mean, I, I, to be fair, LinkedIn's quite good as well, actually. Well, that's um, how I met you. On yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, um, and yeah. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. It is just knowing. And something that I just want to pick up on was, you know, you said about teachers, you know, may, may well have come from science fields, etc. Yeah. But actually, what you're what you're doing is you're living and breathing the workshops that you are actually delivering, yeah. which is yeah. very, very different to a teacher that's delivering a science curriculum day in, day out, day in, day out. So actually, yeah. I think it it is that that is why you are so utterly enthusiastic about every single workshop you're doing because that's what you're living and breathing. And I'm not saying that teachers aren't, you know, 
But I think, you know, if I could bottle the enthusiasm on this podcast, I think I'd earn thousands. I really do. Because your your enthusiasm and your love for your subject is so clear. It's so evident, Ali, in everything that you're saying. That's so kind. I mean, do you know what? I used to get work experience students and I had hundreds and I would always say to them, like, do what you love. Do what you love. What you enjoy the most, you will always do well in because you enjoy it and it brings you joy. And then I sat down and go, do I enjoy what I do? And I'm dishing this out to hundreds of students that come in and out and I'm thinking, maybe, hold on, actually, no, I, I really like, like, love STEM. I've enjoyed it for the last... 17 years that I've been doing it, I've loved it. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to actually take my own advice and do take a risk and do something. And honestly, the last year has been amazing. I've loved every second. Even the bad times, you enjoy it because there's this sort of this passion that you just think, actually, do you know what? I'm doing this because um, I get to do a job that I love. And, um, it's okay, then the benefits aren't as good as the big pharma companies that I was getting, all the shares, all the benefits. But actually, I get to do what I love. And that's sort of priceless, really. Um, and, and because of that, I'm, I think, more engaged and more enthusiastic because I like, I actually like doing what I do, which is crazy. Um, and then, no, yeah. But I think it, that, that comes through. It comes through, awesome. absolutely, in, in everything that you do. So if someone wants to get hold of Yali, what's the best way? So, okay, so I always say if you go to Google and you write Ali Khan and then STEM, my website comes up. And then on my website, if you go to the bottom, I, I, this is, I say, I, I've done this and it, my website came up, it's STEM Innovation. And then at the bottom of my website, there's um, some, like, you know, email me, you can call me, my information's all there. And like I say, to all schools, you know, I, I go all the way from London to Portsmouth to Lewis. I travel anywhere, basically. Um, and I wanted, this year, I really have pushed, um, the partnerships I've got are amazing now. You know, we are really like I'm bringing like we're doing one with the cinema, um, just the cinema at New Park, and it's amazing. Students make a short film with me in school over four weeks, and then they go to the cinema on a weekend with their parents and they watch this movie that they made. And honestly, the parents have got tears. They're like, I can't believe how amazing these. And you know, we've got green screens, we've got professional lighting, we, they edit the films themselves, we put music in. And there's a lot of science and tech behind movie making. So we do this. And honestly, it's been amazing. And now we've got two more other cinemas getting on board. So, you know, it's just a little idea that now has gone quite big, actually. Um, and it's bringing it, making it alive, I think. Um, so if you guys, yeah, honestly, if anyone's interested, just email me um, on that, on that, just Ali Khan STEM and it should come up. No, I just tried it. It so does. So if you does it work? Oh, yeah, it does. I, 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 I didn't I didn't want to believe you actually if I'm honest. No, so yeah, I'll, I, just, I'll just try it out. But it yeah. actually does work. So Ali Khan, STEM and yeah. on Google and Ali does come up with his yeah. website. And yeah. Ali, you have been an absolute delight to come on. As oh, I say, you. you know, I just want to bottle the enthusiasm and take it with me. But I, you know, your what I'm what I know is that your love for STEM is reflected in the love for STEM that the students have when they're in your workshops. So thank you for coming on. And anyone well, that you. hasn't, you know, hasn't had Ali in yet, I would say absolutely try to get in touch and get hold of him.
Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah.